0: You're listening to Give God 90, where we're not afraid of the hard biblical questions because we dig through the language, the culture, and the history to find the truth revealed in the words of our Creator. Thank you for letting us be part of your day. My name is Jerry Mitchell. Sitting next to me is the only person in the world brave enough to uh, try and keep me on track, my lovely wife, Myra.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: Uh, We want to thank you once again for uh, joining us this evening and absolutely be... uh... (laughs) You know, today's one of those weird days. I uh, had planned on talking about something tonight and... uh, Well, it just didn't happen. Uh, And it didn't happen for a couple of reasons. One of those reasons is I um, (laughs) eh, 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 couldn't find what I was looking for. (laughs) Uh, And and I know that sounds funny. Okay, I I, I realize how strange that sounds. But what I wanted to do was to go to one of the uh, regular websites that I get updates from and look at uh, some new finding that we have today from uh, our uh, biblical resources, you know, whether it is in archaeology or whether it is in um, you know, some other, maybe even prophecy, some, something where I could bring you some lighthearted kind of interesting good news but there wasn't any. And one of the websites said, you know, we we have places we want to look. We have places we want to excavate. We want to have places. There's, there's things we want to do, but because of uh, Corona, they just can't get to them. They're not allowed into certain places. Uh, you know, Israel's on lockdown. Other places around the world is just not feasible to go there yet. You know, even Mount Sinai, they're getting ready to... They want to get back in there. They want to go back. Uh, but they're not allowed to go there yet. There, there's no... Nothing opening. They're, you know, they have people lined up wanting to go. They just can't get there. So, instead of something like that... <laughs> you know, I, I went a a completely different direction, I guess is a good way to say that. Um. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, <laughs> want to remind everybody, uh, if you haven't done so lately, go ahead, go to uh, givegodnani.com. Uh, stuff happening there all the time, believe it or not. Uh, just got a, I don't know if I can call that a piece of technology or not. There's a project that I want to put together. I hope you're going to enjoy here in a few weeks. Uh, we'll be releasing that. Um <laughs> Oh, Jay just asked, uh, by the way, chat is open if you go to Spreaker or uh, if you have the app, you can you can uh, uh, message us on there. So is this COVID the work of Satan? No, it's not. It's just uh, part of the curse or the weakness that we uh, are affected by because of the, uh, I hate to use the term original sin, but because of what Adam and Eve did in the garden, part of the punishment is we are weakened. And uh, susceptible to the, the, the diseases now, and the other things that uh, come with that. I mean, it's, it's, I guess, if you really pushed it and stressed it, you could say Satan would be responsible in a kind of a weird sort of a way. But I don't think he realized what he was doing. You know, his his intent, Satan's in, uh, uh, intent, was probably to wipe out humanity. But that didn't happen. Uh, what he got instead was more than he bargained for. You know, a, you, a whole lot of humanity <laughs> a to A whole deal lot of humanity to deal with. <laughs> um, and, and and now, you know, of course, the joke in the United States is you don't have to worry about going to hell because the lawyers have it messed up so bad nobody wants to go there, mm-hmm. and, and even Satan can't control it. So... Uh, that's where that comes from. But no, it's not directly uh, satanic, but it is part of the punishment, part of the weakness. <clears throat> uh, so, you know, hope that answers your question. And apparently it did. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know, there's a lot of things going on in the world today. It's, <laughs> it does sound a lot like DC. So there's a lot of things going on in the world today. And people wonder why. And I I have uh, pastors sometimes ask me why things are happening, why they're not seeing the results that they expect, uh, what's going on with certain things. And there's a couple of things that, that play into that. One of them is, and I'm just going to be right up front, straightforward. It's our fault. It's our fault. We blow it every day. We keep we keep messing things up. Uh, one of the things we're going to look at uh, is actually found in James, and James gets this from a couple of places, and we're going to look at that as well. But you might be surprised where I go with this tonight, because I I really do. Um, I want to give you some good news when we as we as we work our way through this. So. If you want to read uh, James 4, 1 through 3.
1: Do you know where your fights and arguments come from? They come from the selfish desires that make war inside you. You want things, but you do not have them. So you are ready to kill and are jealous of other people because you still cannot get what you want. So you argue and fight. You do not get what you want because you do not ask God. Or when you ask, you do not receive because the reason you ask is wrong. You want things only so that you can use them for your own pleasures.
0: Okay. Um, we have recently wa- been watching uh, an older television show about uh, this doctor's office. And, and you know how doctors offices are always portrayed on television you know they're always the the center of immorality right right <clears throat> excuse me but i made the comment after watching after watching yeah the folk they can't see what i'm doing so it's okay okay <laughs> she's looking at me funny because i'm using my hands as i talk <laughs> on the radio okay so and she's laughing at me but, but it's how i am it's what the way i work Anyway, we've been watching this show, and I made the comment a few weeks ago that this person will never, ever be happy. They're always going to be miserable. There's no way that this person will ever uh, be anything other than miserable, because all she wants is what she thinks she wants right now. She doesn't understand that there's a tomorrow. Now, now, the character in this show uh, is a very wealthy, well-to-do professional doctor. Uh, she can have any any guy she wants. Um, <laughs> no, Jay, it's not just Italians that do that; it's everybody. <clears throat> uh, now, this person, you know, she can have any male she wants, and and that is written into the script as well because she does. Uh, then she thinks, well, if if a uh, guy's not going to make me happy. Maybe a baby will make me happy. And, and as it plays out, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, this is exactly what we see in the world today. This is how people are. And it comes uh, from what James is describing. But James gets this from some interesting places. And one of the places he gets it from is Proverbs 1, and, uh, 10 through 19. 9. Nineteen. Nineteen? I think it is. Yeah, it is nineteen. Okay.
1: My child, sinners will try to lead you into sin, but do not follow them. They might say, come with us. Let's ambush and kill someone. Let's attack some harmless person just for fun. Let's swallow them alive as death does. Let's swallow them whole as the grave does. We will take all kinds of valuable things. We will fill our houses with what we steal. Come join us, and we will share with you what we steal. My child, do not go along with them. Do not do what they do. They run to do evil. They are quick to kill. It is useless to spread out a net right where the birds can see it. These men are setting their own trap. They will only catch themselves. All greedy people end up this way. Greed takes away the life of the greedy person.
0: You see, when you're after only self-satisfaction, you're going to be miserable. Because even Solomon was wise enough to know that all greedy people wind up losing their life. They, and, and not just their physical life. They lose their joy, their happiness. They lose their hope. More on that later. So when James was writing what he was writing, he's remembering what Solomon's, uh, putting down, had put down, written down, many, many years before that. Now later on in Proverbs, uh, same chapter, just a few verses down, uh, in 28 through 31, we read this.
1: <coughs> then you will call out to me, but I will not answer. You will look for me, but you will not find me. You rejected knowledge. You did not choose to respect the Lord. You did not accept my advice. You rejected my correction. So you will get what you deserve. You will get what you plan for others.
0: Ooh, that's not, that doesn't sound good if you're doing what it said earlier there about you know, lying in wait to, to hurt somebody just for fun, right? Right. Ooh, that doesn't sound like fun at all. But guess what? (laughs) That's what people do. They want to bicker back and forth. They want to argue with each other. They want to... And this is not just in the United States. This is around the world that this is going on. You know, I I talk to people from the other side of the world a, a couple times a week. And one of the things that I have learned is no matter where you are, you know, you have the same problem or the same troubles, I should say. Right. You know, you have... Hey, there's Carol's just popped Hi, in. Carol. Hi, Carol. Um, you know, you have the same issues that have been going on. You know, and it doesn't matter whether you live in a, a republic, a democracy, a dictatorship. You've got the same thing. You've got the same problem. And I realized after talking to these folks... It goes way back. You know, it goes back as far as the confusion of the languages. at the, You know, on the plains of Shinar, when the languages were confused and the people were spread out, they took their troubles with them.
1: <laughs>
0: they really did. Uh, David, Solomon's father, writes in Psalm 66, uh, 17 and 18.
1: I cried unto him with my mouth, and he was highly praised with my tongue. If I keep lawlessness in my heart, the Lord will not hear me.
0: So what what David's saying is quite plain. It doesn't matter how much I praise the Almighty. If I'm not right in my heart, he's not listening. He's not hearing. Isaiah 59 said... uh, It is your evil that has separated you from God. Your sins cause him to turn away from you, and he does not hear you. You know, there's times when people uh, think, you know, God's not listening to me. He doesn't hear me. He's not answering my prayer. He's not doing the things I want him to do. Did you hear how I said that? (laughs) He's not doing the things I want him to do. Well, that should be going the other way, right? You should be doing the things that the Almighty is asking you to do. So, what we see, <coughs> excuse me, is um, if if you're not if you're not willing, if you're not ready to say, okay, I, I can't do it my way. It's 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 not working. Uh, when you're ready to say the things I have been doing my way obviously aren't getting me anywhere, okay? That's when things can change. That's when things can change. If all you have is this self-centered attitude, if all you have is this, uh, <laughs> what's a good way? What's a good way to say selfish? <laughs> I just said it, didn't I?
1: Just selfish?
0: Just selfish, yeah. If you think that you are your own master, uh, things are probably not always going to work out for you. Not the way you wanted them to. You know, all the times we wonder if our Creator is listening to us, you know, and, and, and people are going to churches and these modern preachers are saying... Well, of course God listens to you. He hears you no matter what. What well, doesn't line up with what we just read, right? I mean, you, you read um, the Psalms part, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I read Isaiah that said, if my heart's not right, you know, the Almighty's going to not listen to me. Right? Right. So how do you get your heart right? What do you do? Well, there is something that the Almighty needs to hear and desires to hear first. You know, the first thing He desires to hear is repentance. He chooses to hear the repentant and not the lawless. Let me say that again. He chooses to hear those who are repentant and not those whose heart is full of sin. He he wants you to come to him first and say, I'm ready to do it your way, my way's not working. Okay. You know he gives us example after example after example. <coughs> Excuse me, Jeremiah uh, seven twenty two and twenty three. This is the Almighty speaking. He says, I spoke not to your fathers, nor commanded them in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt concerning burnt offerings or sacrifices. He says, look, when they came out, (laughs) you know, their worship of me was not what I was looking for immediately. But in verse 23, but this I commanded them. Okay, he's saying, look, I'm not after your worship yet. Here's what I want first. Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 23. This thing I commanded them, saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and you will be my people. And walk in the ways that I command you, that it may be well with you. Sounds kind of like conditional to me. You have to participate. You know, he says, if, then. Right? If you obey my voice... Do the things you're supposed to do, you will be my people, I will be your God. Uh, Jeremiah 30, 18-22
1: This is what the Lord said. I will make the tents of Jacob's people as they used to be. I will have pity on Israel's houses. The city will be rebuilt on its hills of ruins. The king's palace will stand in its proper place. People in those places will sing songs of praise. There will also be the sound of laughter. I will give them many children. They will not be small. I will bring honor to them. No one will look down on them. Their descendants will be like they were in the old days. I will make their people strong before me. I will punish the nations who have hurt them. One of their own people will lead them. Their ruler will come from among them. He will come near to me when I invite him. Who would dare to come uninvited, says the Lord. So you will be my people, and I will be your God.
0: There it is all over again. You know, it says this four times in Jeremiah alone. Now, he isn't speaking about uh, a government-type nation. He's not speaking about a king-type kingdom or a queen-type monarch. Right, <clears throat> the Almighty is actually speaking about a group of people. Yes, Jade, faith does take action. <clears throat> Absolutely. The Almighty here is talking about a group of people. Not a government. Doesn't matter where in the world that government might be. Not a, a form of uh, uh, nationality. He's talking about the children of Abraham and those who chose to join themselves to the children of Abraham by accepting the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and following his instructions. So, as we think about that, there's that, uh, there's nothing in Scripture that says just because you happen to have a certain father or mother you're guaranteed certain things, right? right? It's all based on the covenant that the Almighty made with Abram before He even promised him Isaac. Right? Right. We, we talked about that Monday morning. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that covenant has many components to it, and this is part of it. If you are willing... To become adopted or grafted in to this group of people, you're not changing citizenship, right? You can't do that. It just doesn't work that way. Mm -mm. You're not uh, becoming uh, magically, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? Transported to something, okay? What you are doing is you're saying, okay, here's a group of people that has been made a promise if they do certain things. Right. Right. I choose to join them and do those things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, don't think I'm talking about the religion of Judaism. That's different. I'm talking about the people. I'm not talking about governments. I'm not talking about religions. I'm not talking about denominations. I'm talking about people. Not, uh, I don't know how I can make that any clearer. You know, it, it's not a, a, an organization. It's not a... What's, a, what's another offshoot brand? It, it, it's just a group of people that happen to have the same thing in common. They have chosen the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and said, Yep, I will do whatever you tell me to do so that I can be your people and you can be my God. Question is, when will you be ready? To be one of his people, to live the way he designed you to live, to be the example to the people around you, even when others make fun of you, or worse, they threaten you. And that time's coming. That time is coming when you will be threatened simply because you choose the side of the Almighty. You know, those who believe in the Bible, especially Genesis, have a different outlook on life. <clears throat> Therefore, they have a different outlook on what we see in the news today. They have a different outlook on everything. <clears throat> simply because they understand where they come from. You know, evolutionists, they look at the world and they say, well, I am nothing more than a chance uh, of, of a spark of life that comes from pond scum." <laughs> that's, that's what I'm here for, Jay. That's what I'm here for. The evolutionists who think they came from some random act of, of coincidence... Because at some point in time, a bunch of nothing exploded into something. They have no hope. Because when they, they believe when they die, that's it, it's over. Right? They right. just go to nothing. Yes, Carol, that is how we are grafted in. All we have to do is say, yep, I, I choose the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and I will do the things that he says to do. It's that simple. (coughs) Um, The evolutionist who who believes they come from nothing and are going nowhere have no reason to hope. They have no reason to look out and and be joyful. So they're going to be miserable. They're, They're going to be that group of uh, of people who just are always sad they're always yeah, and you know who they are you see them as you're walking through the grocery stores they you know they just kind of stare randomly at something hoping that something's going to magically make them feel better right right you know they walk across the parking lot aimlessly you know if somebody runs me over it's no big deal because eh, uh uh-huh, i don't have anywhere to go anyway right what's <laughs> the big deal you know, they measure things in dollars. They don't measure things in quality. <clears throat> it's amazing when you see how this goes on. But for believers, you know, we look at the Bible and we say, Oh, no, we didn't come from pond scum. We came from a creator who designed us in his own image to be like him. And at the end of this particular life on Earth, yeah, we have something to look forward to. We have someplace better to go. We have something more to do. This just isn't all there is. Because as we pass through a a physical universe, eh, we're just passing through. Right? Right. We don't, it's not like, you know. When you, when you go stay at a hotel, if you're traveling and you stay at a motel, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're there for a day or whether you're there for a week.
1: You're just passing through. You're just
0: passing through. It's not like you're going to move into the place, right? Right. Now, I did hear a story about a guy. I think it was 18 years he lived in an airport in, in De Gaulle. And it was in Paris, right? De Gaulle Airport. Lived there for like 18 years. Finally, the French, you know, they said, you know what? You're French now. You've been here 18 years. You're a citizen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, um, you know, he might be a little more more permanent where he was. (laughs) But we're not like that. We're just passing through, right? So, there are people in the world today who reject we're made in the image of the Creator. There are people out there who say, you know, it's not real. You believe in fairy tales if you believe in God. Well, maybe. But it's a good one. If it is one, I don't happen to think it is. I happen to think that is a reality. I think I happen to think uh, that everything from Genesis on is fact. Because I can look around and see evidence of it. Um, the thing is, the people who can't see that, the people who refuse to see that, are the very people that we look at uh, in James 4 and Proverbs 1. Think about James this way when we read a uh, part of it. You want things, but you don't have them. So you're ready to kill and you're jealous of other people, but you still cannot get what you want. So you argue and fight. You do not get what you want because you do not ask God? No, these people reject God. Isn't that sad? Mhm. It is. They'll never be satisfied because they don't acknowledge that God even exists. They hate the idea that morality, goodness, and hope come from someone so powerful that the mere spoken word can create can create and the mention of his name can heal. They reject any authority other than self and they wonder why they are so miserable. I'm my own God. I should be able to make myself happy. Well, maybe if I go sleep in that person's bed, or that person's bed, maybe if I bring another life into the world and make that one more miserable than me, I'll be happy. Because that's what happens. It's exactly what happens. People, and I know married couples that worked for a long time to, to have a child, and they finally get one. And they realize... It's work <laughs> It's work. it is, and they resent it, and the child was miserable. i I know other people who uh, weren't planning on a family, and they're ecstatic
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know it's just and, and, and the the big difference is your outlook on life, right? right? The big difference is how you see things. <clears throat> when you look at the news, do you see, oh, this president's doing that, or that king's doing that, or that prince is doing this, or do you watch the news and do you say, I read about this somewhere before? <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was in Zechariah, but it could have been in Amos. Sometimes it might even, you know, other places, right? Right. Again, and and, and Jay said, you know, I hit him between the eyes with this question. Here it is again, Jay. You know, when will you be ready? Ready to be the example to the miserable people in the world. Ready to offer hope to the people who don't even want hope. They don't even care about hope. They honestly believe there's nothing more. They can't go any farther. They've reached the pinnacle of their life they can't go any higher there's nothing else to grab hold of to climb on they just can't see the next step and an even deeper question for a lot of people out there when will you be ready to live the way your creator designed you to live because by living the way he designed us we show others what hope and joy, and love can do. You know, and some are gonna hate you for it. Mm-hmm. Guarantee it. They don't like to see other people being happy. They don't like to see other people having hope. They don't like to see, you know, there's misery and company and in, in, in comfort Com- and misery. Company Compa- loves misery. Misery loves company. There you oh, go. That's more yeah. That's the one I'm looking for. <laughs> so, you how. How can you present hope and love and joy to somebody who refuses to even open their eyes and see hope and love and joy? You know, the answer is you just keep doing it. You just keep offering it. You keep throwing it out there. I I, I know a lady, she calls it fishing. And, uh, you know, she might be fishing. It's okay. You know you're going to reach a few. You're going to reach a few. But the thing is, even fewer are going to repent. Even fewer are going to turn around and, and actually mean it, have their prayers heard and answered. Even fewer are going to find that narrow gate and wind up living in the New Jerusalem, some, some, out of all of those few, may actually make it. They may actually grasp hold of what hope, and joy, and love are. They might actually begin to live that example. But it all starts when we do that, because if all we do is say, "Oh, God loves you," God loves us all the same. God, we can say that, but if our heart, according to David, is full of lawlessness, it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to fall on deaf ears, because if it falls on the deaf, if God turns his back to what we say. Well, how can we expect somebody standing next to us to listen to us? If the Almighty's not willing to hear us, why would our neighbor be willing to hear us? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And they're the ones that need to hear and need to see our actions. There's more to it than just saying, Oh, Lord, you have to take mercy on me. You have to actually respond. You have to participate in life. And the the best way to participate in life is to live the way the Almighty designed you to live. There's a lot more to this. But I think you are really... uh, Getting it. Jay said, he needed this. I'm glad. I'm glad I was able to provide it for you, Jay, because it's not exactly what I wanted to bring tonight, but it'll work. <laughs> <laughs> because apparently, uh, what I wanted to bring, I couldn't bring. Right. So maybe, and I'm hoping that more than one or two people were able to uh, benefit from what we have talked about tonight. the 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 one thing if you take this to heart (coughs) excuse me when you choose when you choose to live the way you are designed and the Almighty says now you are my people it opens you to a resource of power and authority that you've never had before. Use it wisely. Right? Right. Um, you know, don't don't get uh, arrogant with it. I guess is a good way to put that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, go ahead, get ready, repent, and live. Did you have anything you wanted to add to that?
1: Nope. Everybody have a good evening and thank you for joining us.
0: Okay. Everyone, I certainly do appreciate your input in listening to us. If you uh, like what you hear, remember there's like buttons, share buttons. You know, get this out there because everybody needs to hear this message. Until next time, our prayer for you is many, many blessings. All right.